Hey, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Business Basics. This is Lee Ivan. I'm the head coach at Action Coach Campus, and my special guest today is Sarah Sedlicek. And Sarah, what a diverse background you've had. Welcome. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you for having me. And Sarah, you are you are at Edward Jones, right? I am. Okay. I am and a financial that, advisor with Edward Jones. I love that. Okay. And so tell us where you are now, where you're going to be soon. Mm-hmm. Well, right now I'm located in Iowa City, but very soon, hopefully within the next few months, I will be moving my office to West Liberty, which is down the street from my house. So I'm pretty excited to be close to home, close to my kids during the day and take a lunch break and walk my dogs. I love that. So will, you, will your office be right downtown in West Liberty? That's the hope. That's the hope. Yep. Have you found the yep, space yet? The well, we are we are in negotiations with the landlord. Ah, I don't very... I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> Good. Well, that's nice though. So you'll have parking in front, um, or at mm-hmm. least easy access to your office, correct? Yep. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So now Edward Jones has been around for a long time, and and we've seen yep. the ads on TV. So tell us tell us more though about you and your association with Edward Jones. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to talk with a lot of organiz- a lot of companies before I uh, decided on Edward Jones. And uh, I just really like the culture of Edward Jones. We're the only company, uh, financial services company of the size that is not publicly traded. It's partnership. Um, and so the focus really is on supporting the financial advisors and supporting the staff. Um, we have a, a ton of support behind us. And um, just starting out in this business, coming from a different career and a different background, having that support right off the bat was really important to me. And I feel like I have had uh, the right kind of training and and enough training to get me much farther ahead, I think, in my knowledge base than uh, maybe if I had started somewhere else. That's great. That That's wonderful. And you, you chose West Liberty because of the location near your home. That's where you guys yes. um, live. But but also, there is no other Edward Jones office in that there area. There are no correct? other financial advisors in West Liberty. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's definitely a service that you can bring to the community. Yep, absolutely. And the surrounding communities. I mean, I have, I have clients from really all over the country. So um, that's exciting. And I, I think the most exciting thing that's come out of COVID is all of those geographical barriers have really disappeared. It doesn't matter where we live because we you can't come to my office anyway. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, we I think uh, though Zoom is not my favorite way to meet with clients, it has certainly um, allowed me to have uh, clients in a lot of different places that maybe they wouldn't have considered in the past. That's great. And how, how, so you've been with Edward Jones for 18 months or so, right? A year and a half. How have your clients found you? Word of mouth? Did you advertise? What was your primary vehicle for getting clients? Right. So I had an enormous network already, uh, which was very helpful. So uh, one thing that Edward Jones uh, has us do is knock doors. I think everybody's probably had their door knocked by an Edward Jones advisor and uh, that's something that I have done in the past. And so it wasn't, um, wasn't too scary for me. And I already knew most of the people whose doors I was knocking on. So a lot of my clients came from that. Uh, but 
now with COVID, you know, we're, we're going more virtual routes. Um, but I think having, having a large network already, um, has been a, a great, um, contributor to my success. I, I, you know, um, so many new salespeople, um, and we're all in sales. I mean, our businesses, we're marketing. We're always marketing. We, ha- we have to be. Um, but so many new salespeople are, are just have this fear of cold calling. I like to call it bold calling, where you just drop in on somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've never had that fear myself. In fact, I actually kind of enjoy it. Um, yeah. Not sure what you're going to step into. You and I into. are a lot alike, <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, Sarah. Yeah, it's just, uh, in fact, I did a bold call today with another business owner. It was a referral. So I just stopped in and said, hey, she goes, hey, can I help you? I said, I don't know, maybe I can help you. And just yeah. started talking, <laughs> right? Um, but I, I love that. So mm-hmm. what what would you recommend? How how If someone is just a little nervous about that, what's, what's your secret, Sarah? So I don't know that my secret is super shareable because I think it's in my DNA. I have a very um, unusual tolerance for risk and uh, lack of a sense of fear. I don't want to say it's an unhealthy lack of a sense of fear, but it certainly is uh, is a lack of fear. Um, and I have a thick skin. So I think, you know, I've been in a lot of um, businesses where rejection is kind of just part of the daily routine. And so this was, you know, just one more, okay, keep going. And that's, you just got to keep going, keep picking up the phone, keep knocking the doors and just keep going because 99% of the time it's not personal and you just got to let it go and keep going. You know, and and just knowing what your closing percentage is, is Mm -hmm. very helpful. Um, I, I knew my close at one point I was doing, um, fundraising and my close was like one out of 10. So I knew I would get nine no's and the next right. one's going to be a, going to be a yes. So you just make a checklist, 10 people, yep. nine of these folks are going to say no, but one mm-hmm. of them's going to say yes. Yep. And then you just smile and dial or you stop yep. in and say, Hey, and it's, it really, when you look at it that way, it really takes the pressure off you. Right. right. You know, you, you get, you get beyond the, I must really suck. Because you don't. Right. Right. It's just, it's just I mean, is. there are certainly days where I'm like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? But no, for the most part, it's not personal. And and also you might get a door slammed in your face after you've given someone your name, and then they have a chance to think about it and they realize, oh wait, maybe I do need to talk to that person. I've had people come back after they said absolutely not, and then they call later and say, actually, after we thought about it. So, you know, and a lot of it is just getting your name out there and letting people know that you're available, letting people know what you do. And then some, it's a long game. It really is is a long game. Yep. I've got a friend who owns a printing company and his top salesperson for the year, she just grabbed the phone book and just started making calls down the list or she did, or she did bold call and she would stop in and she just leave the business card and say, look, you may not need my services, but I just want to introduce myself to you. And she was mm-hmm. the top, top salesperson for the year just because she stopped and said, hey. Yeah. Amazing, right? Yep, it really is. And and the thing I, you know, back to, to what I love about just this job and Edward Jones is I don't feel like I'm in sales. I mean, I am because you're always selling yourself. Right. But I, because I am helping people uh, and, you know, I'm not... 
I'm not pushing things on people that they don't need. I'm working with people to find out what's important to them and then trying to meet their goals. And if they don't need my services, I'm not going to push things on them. So I, I, I think, you know, as long as you're in the right mindset and, and you really feel passionately about the work you're doing, it's easy. It's not a, it's not a hard thing to talk to people about because I, I believe in what I do and, and I love it. So, and that is so true, especially for small business owners, they, they start their business because of a passion. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife, it was dentistry. Me, it's, it's, you know, coaching small business owners for you, it's financial planning, but you truly love it. I mean, you're not, you're not misdirecting people. We're not shady. We're Iowans for crying out loud. I mean, we're just trying to, we're just trying to help people. Right. Um, But it's, you're, you said it before you're in your DNA, right. To help mm-hmm. other people out. And, and so that's where we're coming. That's our starting point. That's where we're coming from. And all, we, all we're doing is just telling people about what we do and, right. and, you know, and we tell them often enough and they may not be in our buying circle at this point, but a year down the road, two years down the road, mm-hmm. it's like, what was her name again? Oh, Sarah. Yeah. That's right. And I had a guy that I met while at the playground with my kids who called me last week and said, Hey, I remember you said you did this and I thought I'd look you up. And I mean, it just, you play the long game. I love that. And also if somebody doesn't want my services, I don't want to force them to meet with me. That's not a good use of anybody's time. Amen to that. That is so true. And and I I tell people the same thing. You know what? If they're not getting value from what you're doing, right. Then why, why, why keep going? Well, and it's that that knowing when to end a conversation and walk away is just as important as knowing when to make the ask. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. All right. So you you relatively new in this. Well, I mean, not new, new, but um, with Edward Jonesy for a year and a half. So you're going in six months, rocking and rolling all of a sudden, bam, COVID, right? How did that impact your business? So, you know, it it. It made prospecting a lot more difficult, um, and it was a lot of um, really having to change all of my strategies for how I reach new people, um, and it made it just more difficult in general to make a connection with people. Luckily, I was a telemarketer all through college, so making a connection over the phone is old hat to me. Um, but, uh, they, you know, it's, it's been difficult because I think, um, I just do better in person with people. I mean, you and I both probably. And so, yeah. yeah. And, you know, even though we're seeing each other over zoom, it's that you can't feel the energy. And so it's so much more difficult to interact in the way that I would normally interact. And so there are days that I'm not having my best day and it's hard to recover when you don't have somebody else in the room with you, if that makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. When I, I still meet with my clients in person, but it's, mm-hmm. I, I should I probably, some. yeah, I, I should probably pay Panera Bread a little rent because I'm there all the time. <laughs> Uh, but you know, we're socially distanced. We're, we're right. off, um, you know, other than drinking coffee, we have our masks and things on. So, mm-hmm. um, and we're, we're being as careful as we can. Right. 
I mean, I'm not wrapped in bubble wrap, but we're, mm-hmm. we're being careful. Um, but yeah, I, you're right. We, that personal connection, it's hard for a high eye on the disc profile to have a zoom call all the time. Right. I mean, even right now I'm using my hands as I talk to you. So. I know, I know. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but you know what COVID has, it, it has maybe pushed us quicker into, mm-hmm. into areas that we were maybe pushing back on. Right. right? Well, the whole idea that people can't work responsibly and productively at home is completely out the door now, which right. I appreciate. I mean, I've been coming to the office because we there's only three of us here and we have plenty of space uh, to, to be socially distant and not share air. Um, yes. But for so many people who could really benefit from working at home, there's no argument against it anymore. That's great. Yeah. Um, all right. So tell me this, Sarah, um, mm-hmm. someone wants to have you be their financial planner. What, mm-hmm. what, what can they expect? What's that experience going to be like? Well, that's a great question. Um, I really love getting to know people and I really love thinking strategically. So uh, I get really excited and kind of nerdy about this. So I, I really want people who are as excited to hear what, you know, what strategy I'm building them as I am. Um, and I, I just love getting to know new people. So, you know, I, I, they always say you got to have a niche and I love everyone. I love people and I don't care. I, I haven't been able to find a niche because I think there's something special in everyone. So I, I just, I want to work with people who want to work with me. I want to work with people that I click with. Um, and I can't necessarily tell you what that looks like, but um, you know, if you're an animal lover, it's probably going to get us there faster. Um, <laughs> I, I and, have my dogs out in the other room right now, so you can't, you can't hear them, but yeah, I, I don't bring mine because you would hear them. Um, and you know, I, I just, people who, are who know that they need help and want help and are willing to, you know, share what they need to share to make sure that we can build out the right strategy for them. Yeah. That, that genuineness, right? Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So if, if somebody wants to start their own business or get into, you know, maybe get into financial planning or something, what have you learned over the last 18 months? What's been the, the big takeaway or the big lesson? Call, call it the BFO, so, the, the blinding flash of the obvious, right? Right, right. So I think, um, so with Edward Jones, yes, I'm a business, it's my own business, but I have a lot of support. So it's very different from just starting your own business from scratch, which I have done. Um, we, My husband and I used to own a coffee shop. So, oh boy. Um, and, and that was another reason I went with Edward Jones because I, I didn't, know that I wanted all that back office work anymore. So I think that was, I think you have to, you have to find your team. Even if, you know, maybe starting out, you're not going to be able to afford, you know, a, an attorney and a CPA and, and a bookkeeper, but find that support team, find those people that you can rally around you and call when you need help. Um, we cannot do this alone. We just can't. Um, and we shouldn't have to, um, you know, it, 
whoever whoever that team is, whoever that those people are that you can call and ask the technical questions, get them, find them and keep them close. If it's a coffee shop, give them free coffee, whatever you got to do. You know, if you can't pay them in money yet, find a way to to be of service to them and reciprocate those services because that support system is so critical. That is so cool. So, so at your at your new office, then, since you were a former coffee shop owner, then I'm I'm sure the coffee will be stellar at the Edward yeah. Jones office in West Liberty, correct? I'm I'm so embarrassed at how low my standards for coffee are. <laughs> <laughs> I drink so much coffee, like I oh can't my. afford to have high standards. Um, coffee runs through my veins, Sarah. I'm I telling know, you, if it's, if it's warm and halfway black, I'm good to go. I yep. mean, really. Yes. I, nothing, nothing in it, black coffee. Um, and yeah, I, I'm picky about it, but it's not like a, a rational or like high end pickiness. It's like, don't burn your beans and, and I'm good. Right. Yeah. There are there are other coffee retailers out there that burn their beans just fine. So we don't all have to yeah. do that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Good. <laughs> well, hey, great. Well, Sarah, don't go away. I'm going to wrap this up real quick, but don't go away here. Uh, so my special guest today has been Sarah Sedlicek with Edward Jones with her new office, soon to be uh, in downtown West Liberty, Iowa. If you're looking for a financial planner, please look up Sarah. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Lee.